Right, welcome to this edition, a special edition of our podcast with Payne and Rico. We're just going to go back over the last six, seven months and pick out best bits from all our podcasts. Um, yeah, probably probably not the best bits, but some of the bits that we, we found funny and we think that you guys listening would like to hear. Yeah, about. quite amusing. I think we'll start off with we both... We're not putting them in any particular order, but the one that stuck out was the story from Grantley Dix of Horace the Seagull. Your brother brought a seagull in from Bramsey Island, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? right. Is this... How old was he then? 25. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he was... I reckon it must have been... Well, he was probably in primary. When Bramsey Island, or first year of seniors, anyway... He gets his sports it bag. could definitely not be you, because I can't see you ever bringing a bird out. <laughs> well, he puts it down, and his bag's going like that. And it's moving like that. <laughs> like that, right? And opens up, and there's a seagull in there, right? On my life, right? There's a seagull in there. And I'd be mad. He was like, what are you doing? Oh, he, my brother, like, tell him, said, like, he was all attacking him. So we put it in a box, bought with some white bait, right? That's <laughs> Jeff, right? Bought with some white bait, fed it. One day, we wrote in a box, it flew out, right? So we're chasing that camera room. Chase the seagull. Yeah, right. Right, we're chasing a seagull. RS it was called. Right. So me, Jeff, and RG were chasing that camera room. It stops on an house right by the old people's room. And we're like, little kids, he's going to knock on the door and ask for our seagull back. Right. Right. Gospel, right. So he's like, oh, oh. we'll all do it. So we all go, knocks on the door like that. Blue cancers in his vest and his shorts and that, like that. Excuse me, mate, our seagull's on your roof. And he went, you having a fucking laugh? He's sitting on the door. <laughs> I know being funny, but chasing a seagull up a road, landing on like, did you both leave school at Easter in the first year? That's <laughs> terrible, right? Well, I'm Jeff, 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 I'm Julian moved away at 14, 14. so yeah, so primary school. Yeah. So, right, I knocked on his door, and that's what he said, and we had to wait, and then he flew a little bit more and just dropped down because he was tired. So we stuck him back in the box, done the box up, took him to him two days later. <laughs> he's flying, he landed out, and he flew across the bomb, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he flew across the bomb, mate, and that was the end of RS. <laughs> Following on from Grant Lee, we've got to listen to his great mate Jeff Hazel's story. And well, it's a it's a double act. We we could have we could have put Moggy in, but no, we go <laughs> we go with growing up mates. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Jeff, his story. What we remember was his dad managing his kids' team. Yeah, let's brilliant. listen to that. One. Absolutely brilliant. The general, your yeah. dad. Oh yeah, God bless his soul. Yeah. yeah. Legend. Rest yeah. in peace. I am. Um, I general was one of the first people that took me training when I was at Rock. This is Terry Hazel, by the way. Yeah, Jeff's, Jeff's dad. dad. Yeah. And I remember Jeff, the young lad, coming down here yeah, when yeah. was train, and he was a Nozet. You, you. Yeah, your dad was. Uh, he was good. I, I still. I took a lot of his things he'd done at coaching mm. with me when I'd done coaching. You know, his little. Mm. You know, you you talk back. He'd give you five press ups. Yeah. You know, if you you talk back again, it was twenty yeah. knees to the chest. There's little things that you didn't want to interrupt his. You know, his pattern when he was doing the training, and you know, and for years, wasn't it? He took the kids at Ashton. Well, he set up Ashton Boys in 1994. Yeah. So it. So I was already in my mid twenties. 
You're two or three for England. Yeah, yeah. I helped him out a few times down there, and there's a few stories. I mean, he had. I mean, at one stage, he had over a hundred kids down there training, and Bristol City had. They had to come over to him, and they asked to borrow some players, so they could have a game amongst themselves. Yeah. And then they said to my dad, um, "Would you consider joining us?" He said, "Well, looking at you, will join me." He said, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that was well, that, yeah, that's it. But he kept everything simple. He could speak because when he set up kids football when I was young, <clears throat> he 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 said to to the lads around North West, "I'm going to set up a football team." Thirty-three kids turned up outside our front door. Yeah, but that was his own kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he had to, but you know, he had her mum making toast for them all, you know, and he had to get more parents. Because he was a milkman at Briz, he got the parents at Briz. He got some Brett Rowlands and Chris Pollinger, and there's there's all these lads from Briz come over and played and mingled with these Northwestern kids, that totally underprivileged kids like myself. Some was a lot worse than us, but he had three teams, you know, and and every Saturday they'd all meet up. You know, some of the stories... He was happened. a good judge of a footballer as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, and he was a proper uh, character, wasn't yeah. he? I mean, I've, I've, thought, I've told this story before, and he'd had all, he had old vans. He had this old ambulance, 1950s Bedford van. He'd drive us round in. And uh, one day we were in there, and some um, and his kids were going, oh, he's crap, he's crap. You know, whoever got out of the van, he's crap. And our dad went, oi! He said, there's no such thing as a crap footballer. He said, there's good footballers, and there's average footballers. And me, being the clown, said... What am I then, Dad? And he looked at me and he said, below average. He treat everybody the same. He, he was really good. And for the kids who weren't no good at football, he'd make them better. Yeah. You know, and, and they loved him for it. I even got, I had blokes working for me who was 15 years younger than me and said, I played for your dad. You know, and he, he was a good bloke, your dad. You know what I mean? And it's good. It's nice to hear, you know. Yeah. It, was, it, is, it is good he to hear. He played a bit as well, though, didn't he? He was a good, good player, player. Yeah. I played against him when he was 44, I was 16. Yeah. And he nutmegged me. he come on. I was playing for Braze Reserves. He was playing for Hartree. Yeah. And he nutmegged me. he come on. He was 3 nil up. And he sat the two goals. We won 3-2. Yeah. And I couldn't get nowhere near him. Yeah. He was 44. His legs had gone. But his brain, left footer, creative footballer, you know. Our next highlight is part of the centre-back union, Matty Coop. Uh, Matty still playing Southern League Premier Football at 43. Fair play. This little story is about going up for corners. Something you know all about, Tim. Yeah. I think I, I the best ratio out of you two. 20 in 50? 20 goals in 500 <laughs> games. Uh, yeah, let's move on. Did you not go up for corners? I did, unfortunately, as well, yeah. But I was always the one that did you score more own goals than goals? I was more the dummy man. I was the dummy man. That was my excuse as well, Cooper. I used to stand up and just flick them off. And, and others would score at the back stick. Yeah, no, I wasn't renowned for it. It's weird, isn't it? Like, because as a defender, I was always quite good at reading the ball. Yeah. And was in the right place, you know, eight times out of ten. Yeah. But attacking the ball from a corner, I could never quite get the flight of it. <laughs> it was just, it's so weird, like, because, you know I mean, I just, I just can't quite get it. But yeah, that's, I'm not, yeah, prolific, so, I am not. Oh yeah, another great character now, Mickey Tanner. Um, great stories when he was an apprentice at Bristol City. Yeah, <laughs> what, what can I say? <laughs> no, good listen again, and...
you know, entertaining. And yeah, here's the story around him signing for City as an apprentice. Tell us about the about your young apprentice you met at the time. Oh, tell you what, there was this apprentice down there, Neil Davis. Oh, different class he was. He had all the skills and all that, but he was just a clown, honestly. He, he's, like, <laughs> he, he's moaning he won't get in the side. And when he, he got in the reserves, and Gibbo didn't use the picking because he used to pick Gibbo, Mike Gibson. Mike Gibson. Yeah. Anyway, we were playing something like Glastonbury away for the reserves. And he's like gone around a few players and this bloke's jocking him and he's nutmegged him. Spider's nutmegged him and it's gone to me, right? Spider's Neil Davis. Yeah. 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 So anyway, so I got the ball out and the kid has come to close me down now. So I've nutmegged him again. So he has twice he's been done now. So this headless chicken, he's running back towards Spider to get the ball back. Spider's nutmegged him again. <laughs> it was class. So he's, he's like, he had everything. But yeah, skill, he, yeah. he was the most skillful apprentice probably. But what he used to do, he used to like, some of the first teamers, the pros, used to go down to the, where the reserves change in the away change room. And if they were having a having a dump in the change room, he'd, he'd get the cold hose out and hose them down. And then, <laughs> while he, and while he was, because he was setting a count, he'd be putting DP in the pros' jock straps and stuff. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's he's a, he was popular then. And he asked for a pay rise, and he was an apprentice, man. <laughs> But they, when they were out cleaning the stands and they're like doing all the rubbish after the games and all that, they were, we're a spider. He's up on the tannoy. <laughs> <laughs> he's shouting at him. Sweet that up over in the corner there. Like, he's going, uh, I've like, got to be honest. I know Neil pretty well. You know, he's yeah. with Neil. He came with us at Nelsie, you know, in the yeah. Somerset League. Great lad. And he's a great character. I mean, he played he play yeah. that front, like you said, Mick. Yeah. Great skills, but yeah. I think he scored one in 50 as a centre forward for us. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But the banter we had yeah. with him, but on the pitch, yeah. we still, he was, yeah. true story, we were playing one game and he was up front, I was to the left of him and yeah. this bloke was giving him a bit of stick and he, <laughs> he looked around this bloke, he said, is your teeth caught? <laughs> I said, what are you all about? He said, well, you've got a yellow blanket on in there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all the oh, time, it's just oh, mouth. I don't know where he so, gets it from. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah, I, um, yeah, I signed from, um, Hallen. Yeah. I got City laid me off at 16. Didn't get a friendship. Went to pieces. Started playing. It's for hard to take for a young player. I, I, when I was, was distraught. I was yeah. distraught. And uh, fell to pieces late, you know, and I thought, that ain't me really, but I just I just lost interest in football. So anyway, I started playing for Hallen. And I was playing this tournament, and then everything that could go right on a pitch, we were in a tournament. Remember the Hannum tournament? Yeah. A lot of Western League sides, County League sides and that. And I was only like 18. And um, everything went right. Everything I, I, I hit was going in the net and all that. And Bob Boyd was uh, watching. So we watched the whole tournament and we won it. And I'm like loving it. And he came up after and he went, you want trial for City? And I went, no. He went, why? I said, well, you laid me off a few years ago. A few years ago and I went to pieces. He went, all right, we'll give it a go. So anyway, I'll give it a go. I played three games in the Fries tournament for City Reserves and Coop sat there next to me and went, I'm signing you. I said, you can't. He said, why not? I said, I'm doing an engineering apprenticeship. You know, I got to finish that. I got a year left. He said, we'll work around it. So anyway, they put me on part-time contract and um, I had Gibbo and Dave Keynes, my physio on the nighttime trainer. And uh, I actually made me Dave as a part-timer.
Dave, our next highlight, um, Wayne Noble, what a, what a character. Um, yeah, he makes me laugh just the way, the way his personality is. And um, he's going to go and talk about the Steve Millard story. Another great friend of ours as well, Steve Millard. So yeah, I enjoyed listening to this. Yeah. I used, to, I used to work for him, I've never had a clue what I was doing, painting decor, I don't know what happened. Anyway, so we're, at, we're having a chat and we're in the car on the way up and he didn't tell me what the team was. Anyway, this is Stevie. Steve, Steve, Steve Miller. So we sat down, he said, uh, and a la la la, but you're on the bench. I went, I'm on a fucking bench. Flipping bench. Flipping bench, sorry, yeah. I do apologise. And he said, did I not tell you? Why do you stick it up your so and so? He chased me round the dressing room. <laughs> he chased, come here, you, Ryan, sack him, Ryan, sack him. Get rid of him now. Come on, fight, get after me. <laughs> oh, we had some last week. I can remember yeah. going to the nightclub with Steve down in Bristol. And we I mean, must have been at Gloucester, so I was probably yeah. about 28, 29. He was about 30 odd, I suppose, and he'd come out. And this girl looks at him as we were walking up the stairs. I'll never forget this as long as I live. And this young girl looks at him and she went, fair play, mate, for yeah. coming in here. And he went, that's it, really. <laughs> My last time in a nightclub. Our next one is Lee Burns. Um, another uh, character we know from our days back in Bath City Town. Member yeah. of the St. Ralph's Union. Yeah, St. Ralph's Union. Yeah, could pass it better than me though. Um, so probably a bit higher in the <laughs> union than I was. <laughs> but unlike you, Tone, this is about a driving drunk story, which you never done, did you, Tone? Of course not. <laughs> because I used to get a lift with Kim and I ended up working with him and John Ankins and um, one night we were driving home and Kim had, had a far too much to drink to, to get That's home. a shock. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, a bit of a February wet night. Anyway, gone round this bend and I think we ain't making this. Who's driving? Kim. Oh. So anyway, <laughs> we bit these leaves, smashed into this wall. Ambulance had turned up, we're in hospital. Anyway, police have come in and they said, oh, um, what's your name? And he went, Kim Book. And he went, what, no, not no relation to Chief Inspector so-and-so book, is it? He went, yeah, yeah. He said, that's my uncle. So I don't, <laughs> that's whoever, it, I don't think it was. <laughs> so he didn't bother breathalyzing or anything like that. And um, of course, John, John Ankin said to us the next day, what happened then? He said, oh, this dog ran out in front of me, so I had to swerve to miss this dog. Anyway, we had this insurance form, and um, you had to draw a picture of what happened. Like, you know, anyway, <laughs> He drew this dog on this picture. I'm not kidding you. It was like art in itself. All that beautiful dog with his eyes. Who's doing this, Booker? Shut <laughs> And he sent it all through, and it all got paid out. Yeah. Eight days. Yeah. Nightmare. Was it his uncle though? No. 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 <laughs> but um, yeah, no, we, we used to have a few sessions. I remember I, I had this Sierra, and um, I just got it, brand new Sierra, and we had a bit of a session at Port on it at the time. A little bit of a locking out there, and. I was driving home. You <laughs> should really be the I same sentence, isn't it? I'm driving home. My, my ex-missus at the time had gone up to London to stay over a moment with the kids and that. And um, I lived in this flat, and we, there was about 20 council garages, and I used to rent one of these garages. Anyway, I'm pulling into Hawthorne Grove, and there's four police cars, and I'm thinking, oh, you know, with that, they're waving me through. So I've in me, mate, I'm, oh, my God. 
So I turned down, rushed down, drove down, my garage doors open, I thought, great, slang it in the garage, and break on, slammed my garage door, got in the bed, pulled the covers over me, I thought, thank God for that, nothing, like, you know, anyway, gets up in the morning, open my garage door, car's been nicked. So I'm thinking, that ain't, that ain't, so, fuming, fuming. So anyway, I've claimed on the insurance again, and um, two weeks later, there's a knock at the door, and this bloke's come to the door, and he said, uh, your mate, he said, you ain't got a green Sierra, <laughs> and I said, yeah, why? He said, it's parked in my garage. <laughs> So I just come back off holiday, trying to get in there. It's like Del Boy, isn't it? <laughs> it's like Del Boy, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Our next little word story is from Paul Rich, one of my old mates from High Ridge, and he tells a story about some proper characters back in the day. Baden, Rosie and Brimble, which you obviously know as well, Tim. Oh, uh, yeah. High Ridge, remarkable atmosphere good lads and some great stories and um, it's good night from him but it's good night from you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Mark Askey got ran down on the centre didn't he and he, he, was, he was led on the centre <laughs> bad and the, the ambulance said ambulance man said release the pressure so he took his wallet out of his back pocket. <laughs> Well, I've heard some stories about that, and you had Rosie, didn't you? And again, Brimble. I mean, they were just um, the the tricks and the things they got up to. You you could literally what a film about it, couldn't you? You could, yeah. I mean, we went to a party out in Felton, Rosie and Brimble, and a little load of well-to-do people. And the guy, everybody's gone. It's just the three of them. And this guy's gone to sleep. And they took all his belongings out and put them onto the to the grass outside and arranged it like a house. And then went in. <laughs> Stuart Jones, goalkeeper, good character, and probably the biggest name dropper we had oh, for the definitely. players he played with. Without any shadow of a doubt. He didn't play himself, but he <laughs> dropped a load of names. <laughs> and it was great listen, a really good listen. Enjoy listening this, this one back. Yeah, good listen, and let's hope he can keep Alan up this season. <laughs> So we're moving on then, so you left there, and is it back into the long league then? No, I am um, oh, no, Torquay. Torquay. Chris, Chris dragged me in, we had a little bit of a, an altercation one day after a game. Chris? Me and Chris Waddle, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. I was reserve team captain, and you, you sort of believe your hype a little bit at times, especially being a young kid when everybody says, oh, you, you're doing well, blah, 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 keep going, da, 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 and he said something about something, and I, fuck retaliated and I shouldn't have and next thing you know he, he said you're going to Torquay on loan but at the time I'm going back, back down south life. yeah yeah. that's a long way Sheffield isn't it from Bristol yeah well I was banned from driving for too many points going back to force to crew because I was on crew on loan and then uh, I ended up at Torquay in a flipping hostel oh god <laughs> <laughs> you go from Sheffield Wednesday, they do your breakfast, your dinner, you walk in with a pair of boots or gloves or your bag and you think you're the boy and then you end up at Torquay training on Newton Abbott's race course and it's like... Was that for long? On the race course? Hey! Don't take offence. That's for on the drop. Yes, Torquay. 
Torquay, that was, so I did a loan. Who's Gaffer? Wes Saunders was oh, the manager really? of Torquay, which was Chris's mucker for the yeah. Newcastle days. And he was all right, Wes. I loved Wes. I let him down a little bit during, before he got it, but I let him down a lot, to be fair. They were in the football league there then, weren't they? Yeah, we were in the football. We stayed up. We had the infamous, the famous Barnet. Whoever went down, whoever lost went down. Yeah. You played Fam- that game? Yeah. Well, I, this is where I let him down a bit, Wes. I had an hamstring injury. He sort of dropped me for Ryan, which I had no, no problems with, Ryan Northmore. But his hamstring was doing my nutting. Next for you know, the phys- the treatment was good stand in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever stood in the sea at Torquay in December? In December. In December. What is one you had about this gets Stuart James but get him in the sea for his hamstring? <laughs> I'm in the sea. He's down enough to do it. <laughs> the I did it for a week. For a week. <laughs> I did it for a week. <laughs> they got me winding you up. No, it was three months. <laughs> Ten minutes at a time with a stopwatch. Right, that'll do. Because you're paranoid. You don't know if they're watching, you don't know what's going on. God, dude. Stand in the sea. So we're standing in the sea, up to our waist, because I got a hamstring. freezing cold, isn't it? My two belly buttons I had. <laughs> <laughs> so. You introduced those baths. Yeah. But it's before the technology. Yeah. So we're still in the sea. Anyway, I was. That got my back up big time. Our next highlight, Marcus Bray, king of the red card. Dave? Um, yeah, he's probably the naughtiest defender we've had in here, and we've had a few, haven't we? <laughs> but um, great character. I know we keep going about characters, but a great character, and I love the story, especially when he's talking about Stixie, another you know, character, sadly, is no longer with us, but love the story. Yeah, loves the tackle, Marcus. So this Eleanor, by the book, school teacher uh, and an FA coach and all that, and we're like non footballers. We're just having a good time, coming training and all that kind of stuff. So he's got us doing all this kind of like technical stuff, and we just and Stitchy and I are just pissing about. And every time we piss about, right, do a lap, do a lap. <laughs> then yeah, but you took a break yeah, yeah, for no, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're doing it, and then we come back, piss about. Yeah. <laughs> and then anyway, we we do this particular exercise, and Rosie couldn't do it. So he like, said something, and El- Eleanor said, right, Rosie, 20, 20 sit-ups. So he's somewhere near the halfway. We used to train on pitch. The idea was, turn it all up, and then ruin it for everybody else on Saturday. <laughs> and so he's now doing his press-up. He's whinging and moaning, and Stixie said, watch this. And, and it, was a, it was a little bit of a, um, it was a wet, drizzly evening, so the pitch was wet. He says, watch this. And I kid you not, he's hit this ball, must be 30 to 40 yards. It's never been more than a foot off the ground. And you could see Rosie doing his press-ups. <laughs> and you, you think, you think of the timing's right here. And, and as he's come up, he's hit him in the side of the air and wiped him out. <laughs> We're all pissing ourselves laughing. John Eleanor's like getting serious and what are you doing pissing about? And the next thing, you've got Rosie chasing sticks all the way around. <laughs> Tony Cook hasn't changed a bit, still a good looking boy, fit as a fiddle, runs for fun and doing a lot of good work for charity. Dave? Well, he actually came in when he was going to do the, the marathon in, the half marathon in France, wasn't yeah. it? So, 
he's done it, didn't he? So, yeah. like you said, he's still a fit lad and taught some great stories. And what's he, what's the story? He's on about when he got picked up in the FA oh. on the select game and he broke down and got picked up. Enjoyed that, Tim. Let's listen to it again. Picked for a, an England select at Hereford, non-league England select. And um, scored two goals that game. And then after that, I kind of went on a little bit, you know. But I'll tell you a story. We're going off hit <laughs> this England game. We're going to Hereford. And I had this, I bought this orange opal cadet off this Rastafarian, right? And it was a pimped white up, right? And orange Jamaican flags everywhere. And I'm driving to Hereford. To be fair, Sam, you're dressing. I'm driving to Hereford. And I'm on this A road. And the car breaks down. And it's about two days old. I thought, oh, we got done here. Yeah, these are, you didn't have a mobile phone back then, did you? Yeah. You know? Uh, and I'm, I'm useless with cars, you know, I open the boot looking for the engine, I'm, honestly I'm useless. Yeah. So I thought I'm going to have to hitchhike, mid, end, of November, end of October, start of November, it's tipping down a rain night game on the A road to Hereford. First, first time I could have put England shirt on, you know. And uh, anyway, I thought I'm going to have to hitchhike. Kids wouldn't do that today, would they? No. <laughs> I have cool. to hitchhike. They call mum and dad. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, nothing's come along. And from the distance, I can see this hillbilly truck turn up, right? <laughs> like, really slow. And this, wo- this woman's pulled up beside me, three dogs in the front, like 90. She went, do you want to lift my love? I said, you take me out? She said, yeah. You have to get in the back. <laughs> <laughs> With the dogs. No, no, the dogs are in the front. <laughs> I'm in the back of this truck. It's tipping down the rain. Hay everywhere. Chickens in these huts. I thought, oh, I've turned up at the game. And, uh... I was just in a right mess. I was panicking, I was going to be late. Anyway, I scored two. And, um, and then I've done all right at Gloucester up to Christmas. Then we played Cheltenham Boxing Day, Gloucester Cheltenham. We was in the same league at the day. time. And I can remember having a son tussle with a fullback. Their bench has gone up. And is it Lindsay Parsons, their manager then? Yeah. I can't remember. But something was said there, there and back to the bench because I went short of. Uh, Holding my own with my tongue, shall we say, right there. And, uh, yeah, all I heard was Anton. Can you remember the big centre half, Anton yeah. Vickers? Anton, yeah, yeah. do him. And, he's, and he's gone straight through me, up in the air, and I broke my leg. And uh, Boxing Day, girls come on. You run it off cookie or what? Yours <laughs> <laughs> <is> a crunch. <laughs> Darren Paul. Uh, I can remember telling Darren's very nervous when he came in. Uh, the most nervous guest we've had, Dave. Yeah, you know? I think he was. And, and, you know, considering his personality and his persona, you know, when he's out and about. Uh, uh, yeah, well, he was, surprised me. Surprised well, he was me. sat at the desk, tapping the table, <laughs> banging his foot on the floor. me. All those seagulls we've had earlier in earlier episodes, I think that was the most noise you've had as well. <laughs> yeah. But he told a great story, a few great stories actually, and one I, it took on me was the one when we were laughing at him running on the pitch. So let's listen to it again. Yeah, But I, I always found it very difficult when you, if you're not very fast at running. I really do find, I find, I think, you know, when you, the higher I was getting up in the levels of football, you couldn't, if you ain't can't run very fast, I can remember playing down at Barnstable and Pridham was manager of mine, and I, the ball ran in the corner and I started. Who's this run- for, Dan? 
for uh, Paul, Paul. And the yes. ball ran in the corner. And I started running after it. And you know, like when you think someone's looking at you or burnt, you know, it was... And I looked round and they was all up against the dugout laughing their head off. Like. <laughs> and how was that supposed to give yeah, me the confidence? Yeah, played on a lot of pitches there that were made a tree call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Three Lions gaffer, Sean Donnelly, um, back in the summer, Euros. Uh, but one of our favourite stories is a story about one of his players, uh, Jeff Meacham, another legend, Dave, yeah? Yeah, I mean, we all know Jeff as well. And it was, I think Sean was our first guest that we had here. Yeah. yeah after we'd done the initial Euro talk. So it, a lot of that was relevant at the time about the Euros, but he did tell us about his time managing the Lions. And that was a, a, a decent story about Jeff Meacham. So let's hear it again. We had a cup final, as I said the other week, and uh, one of my subs was Jeff Meacham. So he's there, and he would be annoyed that he's not coming on because, and as you get, it's, it's irrespective of how the game's going. So our left back sort of gesture in Swords Base, so I said, warm up alongside, and their manager's there. Immediately, their chat manager gestured to their really fast striker, all geezers coming on, get over there. Get over on the right hand side. So Jeff just smiles. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, Jeff strolled over, like, you know, he's that one dimensional pace, of course, Jeff, and he's gone over, and immediately the referee, but blow up, there's a big shout, and this kid, he's face not, and he's a big lad, Jeff, like, and he still, and he said, Come on, mate, you're three times older than me, to Jeff, because Jeff, I think Jeff had stood on his foot or something. <laughs> and Jeff Meacham said, He said, Don't let the snow on the don't let the snow on the mountain concern you, he said, because I can still run you. He did not get a kick. Not a kick. And, as you, you, and you look and you think that even I think, well, why can't the pace it? Can he get past yeah. him? He's too clever. Yeah. He's clever. I, I played with Jeff at Bristol Boys when we were kids. I mean, both in the same position. So, but he, he grew to about 6'3. He's <laughs> And a person. Yeah, but, which yeah, is very important, yeah. the, the, the changing yeah. room. He, you know, he hasn't changed though, has he? No. You, know, you still see Meech now, and he, he, he just hasn't changed from, from when he was a kid to where, where he is now. Our next highlight, Dave, is uh, Dean Radford. Yeah, what, what a lovely bloke, and I know there was a lot of you know, the topic was quite serious at the time, but the little bit that tickled you at the start. It just you, you know, it's time we started off at uh, Somerville playing at Fry's. <laughs> so, school kid jokes, but they tickle me. Yeah, let's have a listen. Okay, so we're gonna go back, let's, let's go back kid stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, where, where did you start? Right, um, Somerville Wanderers. Over at Fry's Chocolate Factory um, and Bocco. When you played for Fry's, did you put any crunchy tackles? <laughs> oh no! Oh, wow, bad to start this. Crazy. Oh, it was a delight. Yeah, we 
Sean Donnelly mentioned Jeff Meacham earlier. Dave Meacham's actual clip. What tickled you? Well, what tickled me is I've known, obviously, Jeff since you we were 10 years of age, and we used to play cricket matches against each other, which were very competitive. And so we ended up fighting. <laughs> <laughs> and I sort of told, he told the story, or I told the story about him and his brother. So, and it's, it is an amusing little story. So, let's finish off this first batch of our clips for 2021. Yeah. With Jeff Meacham, 60 years old, still playing football, still telling great stories. So, as long as your body will allow you, you can continue to play. Yeah. I take me out after you, or we take her out after you, because, you know, both of us are worn out. I ate, I ate now putting the dustbins out. <laughs> <laughs> I broke out, put the dustbins out, and I ate. <laughs> Thinking about it. <laughs> so, isn't it? That's the greatest thing for you, I suppose. You haven't really stopped, have you? No, that's... You've, even a Sunday, you know, you play Sunday for the Lions still. Yeah. I mean, it's a game, isn't it? A regular game, a regular body's used to it. You stop for it's, a couple of weeks. It's just... What's that thing about injury when you're younger? It takes you a while to get back in, but now, God. Yeah, I, I just don't want to... Um, when I tell everyone, I don't, I'm not old. Do you know what, Jeff? You, get old. you could be the new Bertie Brown. Oh yeah, yeah, Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it always used to be, well, is playing for them, all the old sides when he was sixties, seventies, yeah. and you know, he used to be very good at his positional sense when he burnt, you know, and he yeah. still said it. So you could be the new Bertie, yeah. Bertie Meacham. <laughs> <laughs> Strange enough, right? Bertie's married into our family. Oh, oh, there you are, his, man. His, um, his brother married yeah. our dad's sister. Yeah. yeah. Well, we got to mention it. You've got some brothers and they need a little mention, don't they? <laughs> what? Where, where do you want to start? <laughs> His twin, Paul. I mean, I knew Paul as well. I obviously filled him in a few times. <laughs> <laughs> if he's listening to this, Dave, I think he might pay your visit. <laughs> yeah. But we used to play, funny enough, I've known Jeff. 50 years? Oh yeah, we're junior school. Right, we used to play junior school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we used to have cricket matches, didn't yeah. we, Jeff? Oh, against our, my mates, against his mates, when we were 10 or 11, yeah, And I'm not being funny, we were always like, uh, we were always up fighting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but let's say, see you again next week. On a Wednesday, we'd get them right again, yeah. wouldn't we? And we'd take them on the week really? later. But it was proper really street fighting yeah. with 10 year olds. Oh yeah, it so, was, yeah. Like, like I said, I was about that way then, they were quite, Cruise in slice of me, but we were at 13 and 9 foot. I'm still the same size. It's like to get friends with him there. Well, I mean, obviously, um, brothers and that. I mean, Craig's, he had been very good at football, but he was just a little bit too wayward for concentrating on playing football. I, I had him playing, we played, we had a Sunday side, and our, our Steve played. Paul didn't play too much, he's a rugby player more than anything. Yeah. And um, they, they played on Sundays for us, and we we had a decent side. We got through the leagues and went up, and, and we done all right. And um, they all, they always played, but a couple of games got abandoned. But, but <laughs> I expected that. Yeah. <laughs> just it just happens, doesn't it? So that brings the end of our first instalment, but we will be back with the other lads. Yeah, we'll look at the other 14 episodes that we've done in, in Series 1 and uh, pick out some highlights. we got them lined up, really, so it won't be long. So we haven't forgotten anyone? No, they'll all get a mention because otherwise payment will get pelters. Yeah. <laughs>